Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Craving some great 80s music. Play Virgin Radio 80s Plus. On DAB Digital Radio, on the app, on your smart speaker, and at virginradio80splus.co.uk. I got my mind set Even if we're just dancing in the dark. Love Chris Evans. Woo! Love the 80s. Virgin Radio. 80s Plus. All right, Vassos. Over to you. He's the iconic filmmaker who's thrilled us from a lock stock to a Kingsman. And he's the Oscar winning actor who's gone from Iron Man 2 to three billboards. Together, they're bringing us the new spy action comedy Argyle in cinemas next Thursday. So please welcome the magnificent Matthew Vaughan and Super Sam Rockwell. Gentlemen, bienvenue. Hey. Welcome. Hey. How are you both? Thanks Good for morning. having us. Good morning. All right. He's the most jet him? <laughs> no, I'm actually fine. I, 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 I'm, I was, I was. You're always jet lagged. <laughs> I'm always jet lagged. So, yeah. So, All right, no. Sam, you've just come back from Korea. Yes, yes, yes. I'm fascinated by Korea. How did the film go down there? What did people ask you? Uh, you what know, can we steal? They're so nice there. They're so, so nice and passionate about film. I mean, they have really good filmmakers there, obviously, and they. They were they were really lovely. They were great. They were they were very enthusiastic. Of course they were. Yeah. Okay, well we'll try and enthuse them right now. No. <laughs> uh, how are you, Matthew? I'm good. How are you? Enjoyed our little chat yesterday morning. <laughs> no, I did. I learned a lot. And now I know how to I, I know how to arrange flowers. Only three. Yeah, just the three. Just the three. Um, plenty of room. Rent some space, baby. Uh, Matthew, do you want to frame the film for people listening? Um, it is a feel good escapism from a very dark world we live in. It's a ray of sunshine. It is it's a ray of fun. sunshine. Yeah. It's absolutely crazy. Yeah. It's, well. um, I asked you loads of questions on the phone yesterday, uh, and I'm so glad I asked you on the phone and not on the show. Because you said, Chris, don't ask how the sausage is made. You don't want to know. And then you actually um, text me a picture of your sausages. I did. We make sausages. <laughs> um, good old fat. It's just pork, salt, and pepper. Yeah, Everything but don't else. Ask, and they're don't... delicious. Okay, but I'm not allowed to ask how the film sausage is made, but I want yeah. to. Well... Uh, Sam, you've, you've... you could ask a little bit. Yeah, no, I'm going to. Don't worry. Yeah. I, I will. You can. I, I want to know about the choreogra- choreographing of smoke, mostly. <laughs> the okay. colour smoke at the end. Yes. Uh, uh, yes. Sam, do you always... If Matthew Vaughan calls you about a film, is it just an automatic yes? Yeah, it is. Well, I... Pers- uh, it was. It was. <laughs> yeah. It was. It <laughs> now was, it uh, might not be, but... Well, I yeah. pursued Matthew at one point, and uh, I think I saw Kingsman, and I was like, well, who is this guy? And then I... Saw layer cake, and I was. I think we we sent messages through our agents, and we we're like, yeah, one day we'll get to work. And then a few years passed by, and then I got a call about the script. Yeah, yeah. It's funny that you um, because that's in reverse, isn't it? So you saw Kingsman and then Layer Cake. We yes. all grew, we all grew up with Layer Cake and then Kingsman. Yeah, and I yeah. bet the journey backwards was far more surprising and interesting. It was. It was. Yeah, and and I, I'm friends with Daniel, so I. I, I saw that and I was like, "Wow, that's really 
Layer Cake is, is off the chain, isn't it's it? It's an incredible film. Round of yeah. applause for Layer Cake in the control room. Control room, round of applause for Layer Cake from the young people. Yeah! yeah. yeah. They're do they really know what it is? Yeah, they do. They do. Uh, super rare. Super. They're all salt burned up at the moment. Oh, oh. yeah. Salt yeah. burns yeah. really high. Salt right. burn frenzy. Yeah. I like salt yeah. burn. I love and triangle of sadness. Yeah, yeah. I love oh, triangle that. of sadness. Well, I, Harris is in it from The King's Man. Yeah. yeah. He, by the way, he, he, he isn't in this film. So you got Sam Rockwell. You may have heard of him. He's talking to us now. Henry Cavill's in it. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard is absolutely off the chain. Awesome. Brian Cranston's in it. Catherine O'Hara, Dua Lipa, Rob Delaney, Rich D. Grant, Samuel Jackson, to name but a few. Sam, can you frame the film? Okay, so so yes. He, so, so Matthew has told us what he wants it to give the world. What how can you? What happens in the film? Well, it's about a, a, a book writer who writes spy novels, and um, accidentally she she writes something that the an underground sort of syndicate. Uh, it turns out that what she's writing is true. And so she uh, meets a real spy on a train, and that's me. That is you, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that is sort of um, Woodstock you. I like, I like Woodstock yeah, that's, you. Yeah, that's Woodstock me. We, we had a lot of talks about that look. We had the beard and the wig. And then, you know, it's kind of, you know, typical kind of rom-com, romancing the stone and movies like that are kind of, were kind of an influence, a few others. There's a, there's a couple of them. But it's like clever, it's clever. You didn't write it, did you, Matthew? No, I, it, I must, we, it's a lot easier not writing a script. I thought, I thought it was right out of your brain, this. Yeah. Uh, well, no, I changed a lot. It was when, when I first read the script, Hollywood was saying, and do not take this the wrong way, uh, we should be making this movie with Brad Pitt and Charlize Theron, and it was very conventional. But that was just Argyle, right? Or was that, or no, that was no, when the whole you thing, still had no, no, Aiden yeah. Wilde, yeah. And then this gentleman and I, uh, we like to get up to mischief, would you say? Yeah, yeah and we, do, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. we just decided to make it a little bit more crazy. Yeah, I love it. I, so, so Bryce's um, character, she, she's this unbelievably successful authoress, and and then she's on the train, and she, she begins. She meets a character out of her book. Eventually, that, that's it's no spoilers. There's no spoilers, really. I don't suppose. Um, yeah, and then the. the film and the script and the story and the narrative starts to eat itself in yes. a good way from the inside out yeah that's and a that's good way of it, putting it yeah it's, that's what happens yeah. it starts to mess with your head and once the film starts to mess with my head i am all in wow that's what i want i want a yeah. film to mess with my head yeah do you know yeah. what i mean yeah sure, sure i don't give a monkey's if it's got a beginning middle and end i used to not yeah. anymore. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But it helps if it does have a beginning in the middle and <laughs> no, end, I'm not which sure we it still does do. It, but the point yeah, is... No, no, I'm just saying... Somebody says yeah. to me the, the other day, he said, um, what is success to you? And yeah. I, I came up with a rubbish answer. And somebody else said... What, what was it, the answer? I can't remember. I've, I've deleted it from my... No, yeah. it was terrible. It was wow. awful. I didn't was even it? mean it. It was just yeah. stupid. And then yeah. somebody next to me said, uh, well, it's a, success to me is a journey. It's not a destination. And that's how oh, I feel I about... I heard this show. That's how I feel about movies. I'm very impressed with your T-E-S-C-O. <laughs> I was like, these guys are Man, got a lot of energy I in the love morning. The fact you listen to the show; it's so cool. Well, it helps. Um, Sam, uh, what's the most dangerous thing? What's the most painful thing that happened in the movie? Oh, um, that's a tough long question. list. Well, could... What do you think? Well, Matthew? you know, you would know because your body. Uh, you know, I I did okay. I managed to do okay. We have some amazing stunt team that took a lot of most of the hits. Um, I did some of the, you know, <laughs> no, stuff. What does that mean? Some of the you know, the kung fu fighting. But the, you know, we have we have a great stunt team that really did a lot of lot took a lot of really Northern England kids who really all based gymnast based, 
And, uh, all from Derby. Brilliant guys. All from Derby. Damien Walters, who's a protege of Brad Allen, the late great Brad Allen, who was a protege of Jackie Chan. And yeah. yeah. So it's a, that stylized kind of violence that's been passed down generation to generation. So I'm, I'm saying it's, a, it's very Bond-esque. It's very Iron Man. Nobody's got a problem with that, hopefully. Yeah. It's very Kingsman. You know, it's got a bit of succession in it, I think, as well. Um, uh, and it has this sort of global, um, it exists globally. And so I'm saying to Matthew on the phone yesterday, it's here, it's there, it's everywhere. He says, no, yeah. it's all, all in a field in Amersham. It, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. How'd you that's like right. People were surprised. <laughs> People thought we shot in Greece, you know, in Korea. They were like, uh, I, you know, we were, it's, it's like, it's just a commute. Otherwise, it's great. I didn't mind it at all. But the, I know. I live in Chesham, which is right next to Yeah, I'm talking Chesham. about the it's studio. Basically between Chesham and Shardlow's. Oh, yeah, Shardlow's. Yeah, yeah. But hang on, hang yes. on, hang on. I was in... Um... We also, by the way, shot Kingsman there. <laughs> we, we, uh, is Rocket it close Man. to where you live? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alex just shot Taskmaster. But hang on a minute. You, were, you know, in the, in, in the penultimate scene, you're, there's this, the mother of all fights... Yes, um, and we there. There is a spoiler, there, so we won't say between who. Yeah, but there yeah. is the mother of all fights on this huge ocean-going tanker. Mm-hmm. Now that can't have been in the field in Amersham, Sam. No, I'm that was late. in a shed in Amersham. What? <laughs> what kind of? How big are these sheds? They're big. Uh, by the way, I've been to. I was in They're Amersham big. yesterday, wasn't I? I told you about it before the yeah, show. Yeah, it's not, the whole of Amersham isn't isn't that big. Yeah. Shardlows is pretty massive. Whatever. Well, I, what the difference is though, yeah. we shot this <laughs> right at the end of lockdown, right. so it was we couldn't go anywhere. Actually. Lockdown and two smoking barrels. Very good. But making a movie with masks. Yeah, there was talk of going to places, but then we never did that. Yeah. yeah we couldn't. We weren't we couldn't. allowed yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. Well, hang on, hang on. What about, all right, yeah. here's why I don't believe you, right? Okay, go for it. What about Samuel L. Jackson's vineyard? Shardlow's. Good question. Good question. That's Shardlow's. We literally... What? We, we um, yeah. you put some grapes on, on a stick and then you walk along it and then it looks like yeah. France. It did look like France. Yeah. yeah. When you said yes to the script, did you think you were going to get to all these... Go to all these places. That's a good question. Uh, <laughs> you know, I wasn't really concerned with that. I need to pay more attention to the fine print. You know, when it says night, all nights, or you know, I don't really. I need to pay more attention to that. Well, he was very sweet on day what fifty of the shoot because Sam day loves 50. loves smaller <laughs> movies, and uh, yeah, we shot for like ninety two days, a long time. So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And halfway through it, he said, and he suddenly went, "I respect Daniel Craig because this action movie stuff." No, it's a long haul. Work. It's a marathon. Yeah. Is that why you like indie movies more? You know, I think I do. I, I mean, I. I hadn't done a long haul. I'd done Fosse Verdon, which is a limited series, was eight months. And this was with prep. It was probably for me, it was like five months, maybe. Yeah, you were here a long time. And uh, yeah, and it was hard because of there was sort of, it was semi, it was open, semi lockdown kind of. It wasn't lockdown, but it was kind of like still, we were being careful. And uh, yeah, it was, uh, it's, yeah, and these are, you know, two months is good. You know, you prep for a month or two. Two months you shoot, get out. You know that's an easy. That's yeah, a nice. Yeah, yeah. That's a You've civilized been in so way. many films, haven't you? You've I have. Been in like I a have. million films. You can burn yourself out on an independent, whereas a, whereas a not with a movie like this, you gotta you know slow and steady wins the race. You gotta yeah, yeah, yeah. you gotta kind of pace different yourself. discipline. We're just talking about it off the mm. well on the yeah. air. We're talking about radio because a live radio show is not yeah. it's not the antithesis because hopefully we're in the same game somewhere in the rainbow. But well, we are. It's, we're all creative. Yeah, it's a bit entertaining. It's, I hope it's the opposite of a movie, isn't it? Yeah. We're three and a half hours a day here, 
right? Yeah, yeah. And by the way, it's great. We love it. We do a terrible show. We've got another one tomorrow. We do a great show. We've got another one tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. On a movie, you've four years on this film? Three years? This was three and a half years. I mean, and, it, yeah. you don't, and you could live or die by a two-hour screening. Well, that's yeah. what yeah. Bob, Bob Evans said. It's like opening. It's like jumping out of a plane with a parachute, and if it doesn't open, you're dead. And it's... That's yeah. it. You're, it's over as well. I mean, you're back. sort of five yeah. percent yeah, of that, yeah, aren't yeah. you? Because he's he's on this for four years on one film. And no, you get... yeah, the director's on it pre, post, during. Yeah, it's a whole. But thing. still, still compared to TV, you know, still yeah. compared to miniseries, even mega series on Netflix and radio. Yeah, still quite a bit of investment there. It is. It is for for me. Yeah. 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 For sure. For sure. You're working really hard, trying to get in shape, and you're trying to yeah you're trying to make it happen yeah and like it's you say it's funny that you mentioned daniel craig yeah like of course mm-hmm. yes but um but you know it's a long what's a, a bond movie's like 18 months they they shoot for six seven months six seven months and yeah. then they they, yeah. they pre yeah. they reshoot as well don't they but then you're in a franchise as well so times that by four or five it bangs you up sort Dan- of the daniel, opposite of what you do isn't it daniel got banged up pretty good on all those <laughs> I, movies yeah i think he's okay with it <laughs> Yeah. I think he's okay with it. He did. He did fine. He's missing the banging. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, he's good. Did, did yeah. you have an eye on Daniel when you were with him on Layer Cake to a Future Bond? Uh, no, I, I, it was a really weird moment. There's a scene where he grabs a gun and he does this, and I joked. I said, "Go on, just I can't swear. Just be a Bond." And yeah, yeah. he went for it. And then when he was offered it, we were doing the voiceover. You know, the whole movie has him narrating the film and he'd been offered it. And I remember just, we just sat talking about him becoming James Bond. And it was a surreal. He was very nervous about doing it as well. Really nervous. Saying, will people take me seriously as an actor? I went, if you're good, they will take you seriously as an actor. So you'll be fine. And he was, look at his career. It's been, been, I mean, Layer Cake was weird because it was him, Sienna Miller, Tom Hardy, Ben Whishaw, all of us together. You forget he's like in that this, film. wanting to try and have a career, and it was that was I near you know, that was my make or break moment because coming from a producer to a director is sort of be like one of these lovely people here jumping on board, grabbing the microphone, saying I can I can do what he yeah does. they do it every you day. Might be better than him, or you might not. But, no, they are but, usually better than so me. So we, it's, it's uh, only a question of time, Matthew. But it's taking the step, and it's it's scary. The first step, you have to do it. Matthew Vaughan and Sam Rockwell in conversation talking about Argyle. Argyle in UK cinemas from Thursday 1st to It's a global release. It's a simultaneous. It's a global release. Come on. Come on, man. Sam, where are you going to be? It's which premiere are ex- you going to grace yourself with? Grace wh- your wh- Where am I going to be? Uh, which premiere are you going to go to? Because they're all on uh, the same day. Well, we got to go to, we got to go to the, well, all of them. London and then what do we got? New, New York, there's no premiere. Is there a premiere? There is one now, yeah. There is Sam, now. can you just okay. lean in a bit? Because you've got yeah, a great there's voice. There's a premiere in... Uh, now you know what it's like working with him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah. In like a good him. way. I yeah. like the cut of his jib, though. You get no, any- no, he's relaxed. He, no, he's the most unusually brilliant actor because... I've worked with all these actors with their, their, who's the, who's their the worst who would you never work with again in a million years joke don't you know, know. I'd answer don't that. I don't want to know I don't want to know I actually don't want to know I prefer I, not the, to the if you told is, me I'd yeah. want to erase it from my brain yeah but I'd, I'd work with him again let's put it that way well here's yeah, the thing too. vice there's versa this, there's this mutual appreciation this yeah. distant mutual yeah. appreciation society then there was talk through agents and there was a whisper yeah. we need to get Matthew and Sam together it could happen Sam likes Matthew Matthew likes Sam then you yeah. meet it's got to work hasn't it was it, yeah. Is there a nervousness, like a first date? Sure, yeah. We we yeah we, we poked each other around a little bit in the beginning. And then we, but then we yeah, ended up just talking. He was very clever. About... You behaved 
impeccably when I first met you. You I said did. all the lines. I thought this guy's easy. The fir- it's the first time you was it working? First time was we it- met. Yeah, we pick up the script. We read. He was fantastic. And then on the first day of filming, he throws he throws the script out the window uh-huh. and does <laughs> the most brilliant improvisations, which most of them made the movies. So on the day, I was like, oh my god, what am I dealing with? But in the end, I realised I was dealing with genius. So it was great. How do you do? It? How do you do? Because people have their own jam about scripts, don't they? Some people. Um... Well, it's, it's bit, it depends on the, the the story, you know. And and with this kind of story, I think it's a it's a personality film. A rom com is a or whatever you want to call this genre. It's a an it's, action romance comedy. Uh, yeah, there you go. It's it's a it's it it has to be catered to the personality of the actor in a way. Whether it's Brad Pitt or Paul Newman or uh, you know, tell Chris your story about. Philip Seymour Hoffman and your audition process. About how you guys realised... Oh, do you want me to tell the story then? So, Well, I'm not sure you're... you're Philip not... Seymour Hoffman taught him, saying, we don't look like movie stars, so when we go to an audition, do everything opposite. They say, sit down, stand up. If you say, be quiet, shout. I don't remember this at all. <laughs> you... I don't remember any of you, this. You, well, you oh, said Phil it. Phil said a lot no, of smart things. No, but you're doing yeah. it now. You're, you're doing, doing yeah, the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> you're doing the thing. So, Phil said a lot of smart things to me, uh, but I don't remember that. No, no, that's how I... Uh, the way I directed you in the end, I always told you to do the opposite of what I wanted. I had the chance, right? I had the chance to go and see Queen at the oh, wow. Liverpool Empire when they were still wow. playing theatres. I had a ticket and I didn't go. I had a uh, ticket for the semi-final, Spurs-Arsenal. Didn't go. Didn't go. And I also had uh, the chance, didn't have a ticket, Death had the chance to go and see John C. Riley and Philip Seymour Hoffman. In True a, West? In a, yes. And oh, I did, I didn't great. Go. I saw did it. Go? It was amazing. I, yeah, they switched roles. I saw both versions. I know. What the heck? It's amazing. What's wrong with me? You know, it happens. I've missed a couple of Philip things. Seymour Hoffman. God great. bless him. God the, bless him. Yeah, the greatest of my generation. Yeah. Are yeah. You, I mean, jeez. Yeah. Magnolia. I mean, come on. Yeah. Amazing. Forget Just, it. Punch Drunk Love. Oh! Yeah. Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights. I mean, we were saying it, yeah. before, Talented you know, Mr. Ripley. Yeah. Tell it, yeah. Just Doubt. off the chain. How about everything he did? How about everything he did? Yeah. yeah. Well, here's the, that's that's my question. Yeah. So we were saying beforehand, you know, uh, the thing about movies is no, nobody, nobody's, uh, you can't bank on the box office for anybody in the movies. Everybody has been involved with a turkey. It's just, it's yeah. just the way yeah, it goes. Yeah. yeah. H- has he? Was oh, we did maybe talk about Phil? Like, if what if Phil was a spy? Well, how would that play out? You know, not that we played it like that, but like I feel like we did mention that. Wow! Yeah. What a lovely yeah, ref! What a lovely conversation yeah. to be able to have. Yeah, isn't that yeah. wonderful? Yeah, it is wonderful. It is wonderful. Well, we nerd out on film references and, no and whiskey, and you know, <laughs> yeah, whiskey and film. Well, whiskey and film. Yeah, we we talk about. Are you still and... whiskeying? Well, no. He taught me more about bourbon than I think a man should know. I don't know what that. I don't know what that You're tells you about me. You're two years me. Are you still? Are you still having a? Good time. I think yes. I, I, a little I'm, glass of something yes. you like. I have a, I have a little glass of something, um, but uh, yeah. But we talk about movies from the seventies and eighties. Movies that were the same age, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, and eighties. Yeah, yeah. 60s. We love. We both love films. Yeah. Somebody said to me the other, uh, the other day, uh, favorite movie ever, and I'm like, you can't. That's not even a question. Depends what yeah. mood you're in, who you're with, yeah. what, how old you are. You know, films change. Yeah. You know, my f- favorite film forever was The Graduate. Yeah. It's not any, probably top yeah. five still. You know? you know, I just saw the audition for that. Did you really? It's online. It's oh like Criterion, God. yeah. Oh it's kind of amazing, God. his audition, yeah. It's great. Yeah. Um, but how old were you when you saw it? First oh, saw so it? like, uh, obviously it was after period because I was a bit too young, but I was like 14, 15. And so it's my wish favorite film. For... That's why. So when you see a movie when we're younger, it's like music. Yeah. I'm a big believer when you see things for the first time, 
and you're young you're you're more of a sponge for relating to it and I think when you're 14 you're probably wanting a Mrs. Robinson to come into your life oh without question you know then it totally I like it when you get a bookend so like you know for me uh, there was the graduate and the bookend of that would have been American Beauty same problem different age kind of thing that's quite an interesting conversation to have Uh, Widnail and I would probably put up there all the time just because just because because it's brilliant it's brilliant yeah. shall I ask you the, the question that I hate to be asked one film one film oh come on one that's one all we film. get we I only know. get one film what, drama or comedy I can answer mine immediately Is it got to be, but you got to ask drama or comedy no, right? so what, you, what, you, you should get you know, one uh, category, death, get... you know your death row meal your death row movie that's the thing Back to the Future yeah, that's a pretty good answer great answer yeah. that's a very good answer, a good answer. I'm tempted to say and it's but humorous it's a, perf- it's a perfect it's movie humorous and it's uplifting and if you yeah. want to learn about structure this is the most perfectly structured movie ever I agree made. I'm going to go with One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest oh. okay. I'm going to go with that although I'm you tempted just redeemed yourself One Flew Over the Freaking Cuckoo's Nest One yes. Flew Over the Freaking Cuckoo's Nest <laughs> yes that's, I'm going to go with that because yeah. it has a little comedy a little drama yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, uh, what else should we say about the movie what Come on, talk about the music. We talk about the music. Let's talk a bit, little bit more. Uh, about, I know you're really excited about because it. Because what I'm finding but interesting, looking at Ariana, your, your whatever that is, Ariana and you've got, you've got um, mm-hmm. you had, don't you forget about me? Yep. Boy George. You've got coming up, Loveful. Yep. Both became famous because of movies. Yeah, yeah. No, it's all good. It's all good. We'll get into that in a second. Yeah, we'll get into you that, got, but I'm just saying. You've got, just, a, you've got a mini side hustle passion project within this movie. Yes. I just want to say. Sam. <laughs> By the way, the Sorry. video for the song is amazing. Yeah, got to say that. Yeah, um, I haven't there... seen the video. There's a video. Is it? Is it out? There? Oh yeah, you're in the video. Yeah, I got to see it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, just tell us about the other working alongside. You know, eye to eye, eyeballing, uh, two hander, double handers with these other amazing members of the cast. Uh, Give us a bit of Cranston juice. Uh, Cranston. Oh. Well, Cranston did the best off-camera acting I've ever seen. He did a <laughs> pantomime of a cat attacking his face that had me in stitches. I fell to the ground with laughter. Yeah. Um, and he it's he should get an award for off camera acting. Yeah. Now, Cranston's amazing because he can do comedy and drama in a way that is you're not even sure which one he's doing. He's ridiculous. That's he's one of the that, greats. That yeah. man is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. One of the he was, was he in Network in the West End? Yes, he was. He was. And, and that, then he did in, yes. in the that States. Was five stars, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, I just talked to him about that. Yeah, <clears> and he was <clears> like, great. apparently, he was destroyed after every performance. He gave, he left nothing anywhere. Yeah, yeah. not even in the yeah. cab on the way home. There was nothing. There was no sign of that man until the next morning after every performance. He sure yeah. did. He really did. He left it he's, on the field. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. All right. Um, go and see this film, everyone. Um, is it true that your daughters requested you make a film that they and their friends can watch at the age they are now without having to pretend they didn't watch it? That is 100% true. It, it was <laughs> what a, kind of comment is that from these, come on. It's a comment of a Why father can't they see this and movie? a daughter. So, um, no, it was a very... The good thing about lockdown, I got... I could force them to watch movies they would never watch before, right. you know, normally. So I put Romancing the Stone on and actually North by Northwest and oh, Charade. Yeah. Um, and Charade, yeah. Charade. And they loved it. And they said, come on. We, we were talking about all the... You know, they said, the, make a movie like that. Yeah. Yeah. There were those 80s movies, right, yeah. that weren't comedies, but were really extraordinarily funny. Yes. And so I was talking to the team about Beverly Hills Cop. So uh, Beverly uh, Hills... I know, I know, great. I know. So my hang son... On a second, hang on, my turn, it, okay, my turn. Go. My, I've got the talking pillow. Yeah. So, uh, my show. Um, Beverly Hills Cop 4 is on the way this summer. Yes. Beverly it, Hills Cop It got what? It's four. on the... Beverly Hills Cop 4 is coming to the cinemas oh, this summer. Oh, that's right. Right, so I said this, and the team... They gave me that look where I thought, 
they don't even know, they don't know what the phrase Beverly Hills Cop uh, is. It's the best. Because they were ten years. Well, from you being, have a treat. Did you, did you, you have know a real Stallone treat? Was the first choice for that role? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But the thing about these '80s films is that they were funny. Mm. They they weren't comedies. They were comedies, but they were no jokes. But they were just funny. Romancing the Stone, one of those movies. Yeah. It was this. It was this weird yeah. pedigree of films in the yeah. '80s. What Midnight the Run. That was Martin Breast. Midnight Run was right? hilarious. Yeah. yeah, Midnight Run, amazing. Off the chain. Forty yeah. uh, forty eight hours. Another forty eight yeah. hours. Training places. All those yeah. films. All you know, classics. Pretty Woman. Pretty Woman. Yeah. No jokes, but you know, mm. great film. Yeah. But I was going to say, I watched Beverly Hills Cop with my son when he was 15. So you go, you will enjoy it. And They've seen it. His, I, he, I made he, them watch it. Well, he was watching it going, Dad, you know, the, the opening scene with the truck? Yeah. And he was like, they do that for real? I went, yes. And then I realized, CG? Forget it. Forget it. Move do over. it for real. And nothing, nothing that's why they don't it. age as well. The great thing about, no, the many great things, sorry. One of Still. the other great things about the opening sequence of Beverly yeah. Hills Cop is pre the lorry chase. Mm. It's it's the, you think you're watching a documentary because uh-huh. it's two three minutes of basically documentary work yeah. to set the scene of the time you're in. Yeah, so yeah. clever man. Was it yeah. the heat is yeah. on? Yeah, the heat is, that the song? is yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Ferris Bueller's yeah. Day Off. La da da. Yeah, that'd be my that might that be, second say, film. Second one is okay. between between yeah oh, Ferris. Okay, my answer is now going to be yes. from now on. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah. Uh, it's not, pretty damn good. Yeah. Did you come up with yours? Did you say yours in the end? I said I'm Cuckoo nest. the cuckoo's nest. Oh, you did. With yeah. a little bit of a freak in I it. had to go. I had to get classy on you guys. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. Not that um, Back to the Future and Ferris Bueller aren't classy. We are a rock and roll breakfast show. We do like to talk a lot. People seem to like it because we try and make our speech sound like music. Is what we try and do. However, music is so important to movies. Mm-hmm. We know that. Yes. Um, lock stock. You know, wouldn't have been anything without the, the music, would it? Mm. They they were two titans that clashed together, yeah. and we were the beneficiaries of that that vomit you have, of, of harmony. You have no idea how true that is, because you know when we made Lockstock, we couldn't get distribution, and the only reason we did is we had a record deal, right? And um, for a hundred grand, and um, and the guy that ran the record company rang up the just film people saying, "I'm going to get fired if you don't get just put it in two screens for one weekend." to help me out and uh ocean color scene we found that you introduced me to them yeah and um and this man made lock stock into a hit we had rich curtis in the other day talking about something and um he was talking about four weddings and a funeral yeah and wow. how it may be time for the bookend to that huh. you know? wow well, and we'll... his wife emma emma yeah suggested four funerals and a wedding good idea right too obvious. So I oh, said, I, no, no, I think so. Okay. Well, I had time to think about it. So I said, oh, to, I okay. said to him, how about, okay, four weddings and your funeral? Yeah, yeah. Four funerals and wedding? Good. But how about four funerals and some weeding? Oh. Because people tend to garden more. Oh, yeah. But that is also a funeral. Yeah, I suppose so. If you think about it. I, so. just, I just threw my hand to the ring. Didn't yeah. go well. <laughs> It's um, the problem is he's going to be mute for the rest of this interview. He's no, so scared no, no, of swearing. I'm all right. I'm all right. I, I was thinking I'm about, mute. what about a bookend to, to Lockstock? Come oh, on. No, no, no. Guy and I have talked about it. I thought it would be really interesting. We have an idea for what it should be, um, about where are those boys now. Yeah. But I said we should do a documentary of Guy and I making a movie for 900 grand again and, we, and seeing how out of touch we've become on film that'd be fun yeah um, all of us together you know that yeah. he, he once once you get together with him movie wise he likes to keep it going have you talked about anything else sam rock well and might it be this might might it be a lockstock thing we, we don't know we don't i mean 
yeah, I'd have to do an English accent, I guess. Um, You've done that before. I've done that you wouldn't before. have to. Yeah, yeah, have to. yeah I don't have to. I could be the American. Yeah, yeah. I love doing accents. Sure, sure. No, I I would love to work with Matthew again. We'd we'd figure something out. We'll figure something out. Yeah. He just did. Yeah, we just made another movie. <laughs> we made a music video. Yeah. Yes, oh, Stuntman. Oh, that's right. We did. We, we did a movie. Saw another Have movie. you forgotten a whole film? <laughs> yeah. We did a movie. No, we did. He he produced it. It's a film. Yeah, that our his second unit director directed. It's about stuntmen, literally. Right. And the leads are stuntmen. Set in Derby. And See, me, that's how many films you made. You just forgot about one. And it's a recent one. That's that's. It was and a quick fun. shoot. It was, but it was a lot of fun. Chris Hemsworth, Matt Damon, and I play ourselves in it. It's All really right. Funny. So let's talk about this music yeah. video um, yeah. quickly. What is it? Basically, I I think when music and movies come together, yep. as you just said with Lockstock, mm-hmm. um, it's the best. You know, it's, it's more powerful and yep. memorable. And even when I heard you playing, don't you forget about me? I just remember being a kid yep. watching that film. Yeah, yeah. So the record companies didn't agree with me. The record companies right now think it's all about TikTok yep. and young mm-hmm. kids. And I thought, well, why don't we write a fun disco song? Get all the actors dancing in it. Get Nile Rogers in to play. Why not? You know, he knows why a not? thing or two. And then, and then, in *Romancing the Stone*, they brought Billy Ocean out, and they did *When the Going Gets Tough*. They did. And I thought, what's wrong with Boy George? Yeah. So Boy George agreed, and we've done a fun, feel-good with Ariana. With yeah. Ar- and then Ariana, who's the, one of the ladies and well, actresses in the film, yep. she's singing. The great thing about the track mm. is that yeah. it sounds like it's been around forever. That was, the and point. some of your yeah. friends tried to style it out. Yeah. That they'd heard it before. Oh, they did. Hilarious. Yes. <laughs> what did Instead they say? Instead of shazamming it as well. What did and, they say? Um, I want to see the video. I'm excited. It's great. The video. It's on yeah. my phone. I've got it on my phone. I got to oh. check it out. If you I promise not to it. swear again in the next five minutes, you can. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I can't guarantee anything, but I'll I'll try. Oh, apparently mm. you need to leave. You oh. need. They need to leave. Says their PR. Uh, you need to leave. Is it just the PR people? Was it you, in, no, is it my PR, potty mouth? Is it the, the, no, no, not at all. Hey, guess what? You, I don't mind. I don't mind. PR, we're in charge. <laughs> okay. We can um, stay. If you want us to stay, we're staying. Sam, Sorry, have you enjoyed it? This I, chat. I have enjoyed this chat, yeah. actually. Yeah, I have. Was it, it was, did it was you, easy, easy did, peasy. Did your attention wane say. at any point? Can I, have you got, do you no, have any you're notes? Pretty, you're pretty stimulating. Do you have any notes? I, I happen to get some sleep. Give me, give me so one we're note. Both lucky. Give me one note to be a better person um, for this job. I really couldn't give you a note. I'm, I'm impressed. Really? I, yeah. I can give you I one mean, note. I mean, we could make it a, we could have a rated R segment at some point. That's okay. the only, that would be that'd my only be, note. That'd be helpful. Yeah, turn the lights down a little. No, okay, no, oh, now we got notes. Not my pay grade. Oh, I was going to say, it's like... Way above my pay wow. grade. Wow, I'm like being... Like a yeah, but it, it helps with Sam's circadian rhythm to reset his jet lag. Oh. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Does it? it does. Yeah, it's I'm funny like, you should say that in the hotel I was trying to fade the lights and they weren't fading. It was like, well, it's either really yeah. bright or really dark. So, was, so we had Dr. Michael Greger on the show in a bit, right? This guy is a genius. This book is the best, most useful book I've ever read and I read three books How a week and I have Forty. I've been reading three books a week for forty what they, years. What, what, what do they say? No, What's not the they, essence. Michael Greger. Right. What, what does he say? He says, in essence, uh, just sort it all out. It's all there. Three sections of the book: slowing eleven pathways of aging. That's section one. The optimal anti-aging regimen is section two, and preserving function is section three. It's brilliant. So His what? first book was called How Not to Diet. His second book was called How Not to Die, and this is How Not to Age. Oh, I've read How Not to Die. Right. Sunday yeah. Times bestsellers, New York uh, Times bestselling author. Wow. He's in the building. He's on the show in a moment wow. or two. Wow. And he talks is about he the guy that says how doc- doctors can be more dangerous. Wow. 
Is that the book when, yeah, when yeah. they say operations can be more dangerous I'm than what you what think? I'm curious what he's what yeah. Sleep, book, exercise, all that jazz. Phenomenal, my friend. Yeah. Phenomenal. Wow. They talk about, you know, um, circadian rhythm. So you get as much light into your eyes as you can early on in the morning. So that yeah. sets your circadian rhythm, right? Yes. Yeah. And they talk about uh, blackout blinds, you know, in the summer. Yeah. yeah. And people go, blackout blinds, blackout. Do you know how much blackout blinds are? They're not inexpensive. Right. How about an eye mask for $1.50? That is a blackout blind. Get yeah. your eye, get eye masks into your life. Get I wonder what he says about um, pure vitamin D from the sun. I mean, you know, you can't look directly in the sun, obviously, but do you take your sunglasses off and really get some vitamin D in there without staring directly in the sun? Obviously, got to be careful, man. Got to be careful. Mm. Uh, some people need to cover up with um, SPS. Uh, you want to get you don't want to get skin cancer. Well, like a I had it last year, and so we oh. we did all this. We've we've researched it. All, I mean, people. So I can never go out in the sun ever now without long yeah. sleeve t-shirts all factor 50 on my face all year round 12 months a year oh wow yeah it's not great you're okay now I'm okay now yeah good thank well God. that's yeah, that's God. a good result I got all the sympathy i got all the sympathy yeah people were lingering people lingering like you know you. with conversations they were yeah. talking to me a bit longer just in case oh, honestly no, really no i am not joking. really but people who i sort of knew i don't think you like me very we're 20 minutes at the, at the service station having a chat and what did you learn after you had that, when they told you you had skin cancer, what was the first thought? My first, well, the, the trepidation and the uncertainty was yeah. really difficult to cope with. Yeah. When they told me I had it, I had huge relief because I knew what I was dealing with and I knew what I had to do. Right. Yeah. And it's it fairly was, treatable. I, 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 oh, no, like, yeah. oh, like eminently treatable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eminently. I mean, not always. It yeah. can be fatal, but yeah. if you catch it early enough. Yeah, um, yeah. Wow. But it, in, an interesting journey, one I'm very grateful that I've been through, and I've learned so much about myself and about life. That's good. I just had something taken out. I was, it was benign, but the, you should you get, a check, you get it checked out? Oh, you get checked out. Right. I will get it checked out. You want you, you got to get naked in front of the dermatologist, yes. Matthew. Are you yes. ready for that? Yeah. I had uh, kidney stones last year. They were interesting. That's uh, interesting. Right. You, by the way, you're way over now. <laughs> You really do have to go. I like winding PR Kidney people stones. up. Kidney stones. No, I don't. Because they, they, they are responsible for the next. Back. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Right. Matthew Vaughan and Sam Rockwell. Control room round of applause, even for the swearing. Yay! Yay! The movie's out. By the way, Sam says sorry. Do Look you at believe these kids. him? I, I'm Yay! sort of sorry. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Um, a lot of you, enthusiasm. Our guy is great. It's a great. It's great. It's like it's like a neutral bullet of all Matthew's films so far, and they've all been smashes. Well done, Matthew. Thank you. Well done, Sam. Thank you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Love music? Love interviews with lovely musicians? Search Virgin Radio UK on YouTube to find brilliant album specials with some of the shiniest lights on our playlist, including George Ezra. It won't be like this forever, so just enjoy it while it's here. It's a really wonderful thing. And James Bay. It's about me. It's about my relationship with Lucy. It sums up so much of what went into writing this whole album. We're all works in progress. I still don't necessarily know who I am. And Depeche Mode's Dave Gahan remembering the late, great Andy Fletcher. 
Fletcher. I'll be honest with you, the first thought that came in my head was, I wish I'd been a bit kinder. Watch all that and more at youtube.com slash virginradiouk. All right, Ambassador, the main man is here. Please tell us more. He's taught us how not to die and how not to diet. And now, here comes the biggie. His latest blockbuster, How Not to Age, the scientific approach to getting healthier as you get older, <laughs> is out now. So listen up, folks, because your life could be mega with Dr. Michael Greger. All right, Michael. <laughs> there are a few shows that can match your energy, but we're going to try. Let's do it. All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. For people who've never heard of you, just qualify yourself, please, if you don't mind. I'm a uh, physician, yeah. uh, author, speaker, uh, GP in the States, uh, specializing in clinical nutrition. Okay, tell everybody about your website and about the videos you put out every day and uh, what, what those have challenged and what you've learned and how popular they are and how they're funded and, and how free they are. Nutritionfacts.org is a free daily science-based resource. Everything on the website is free. No ads, no corporate sponsorship, strictly not commercial, not selling anything. Just put it up as a public service, as a labor of love. And if you want to sort of pin the tail on a donkey, as far as your health is concerned, you have videos on basically everything. Thousands of videos on all sorts of health topics, concentrating on diet and lifestyle approaches to not just prevent disease, but potentially arrest and reverse it as well. Right, so how not to diet was one book How Not to Die was another book and this is the final book in the trilogy I'm guessing How Not to Age what are the headlines from this book Michael? Well, only about 25% of the difference in lifespan between individuals is due to genetics based on studies of identical twins. So the question is, what can we do over the majority of which we have some control? And the good news is we have tremendous power <laughs> yes. over our health, destiny, and longevity. The vast majority of premature death and disability is preventable with a healthy enough diet and lifestyle. All right, because you say that new research says that the number one killer now in the U.S. is actually your diet. It's we are killing ourselves. The now. number one killer in the UK, according to the Global Burden of Disease Study, the number one cause of death and disability in the United Kingdom is the British diet, bumping tobacco smoking to number two. All right, okay. And in the top five of things that we don't do properly, two, three, four, and five are not enough of, and number one is too much of. Give us that top five. Indeed. So uh, two through five, we're not getting enough legumes, beans, split peas, chickpeas, and lentils, not eating enough whole grains, not enough nuts and seeds, not enough vegetables. But the worst thing about humanity's diet is indeed something we're getting too much of, sodium, salt. We really should try to cut down on processed food Foods, which is where most of the sodium we get comes from. All right, so that's sodium chloride. So if we have, if we go for potassium chloride instead, that's, ah, that, that's the win, isn't there it? There we go, potassium salt. Instead of sodium salt, potassium salt. Right. And there's interventional trials proving that you randomize people to even half and half potassium salt, sodium salt, which you wouldn't even taste the difference, got a dramatic drop in cardiovascular disease mortality, dropping 40% within a matter of years. So it's proven cause and effect. We need to cut down on salt. Right, so the book is uh, it's a big careful out there everyone, that's what it is. So salt, let's speak to salt and kimchi. So you've got to be careful of what's going on. There are all, lots of fads, lots of fun things to prepare at home that might not be good for you. I was going to have February as my kimchi month but now I'm rethinking that. Why might I be rethinking yeah, that? Yeah, unfortunately kimchi is the reason why Korea has the number one stomach cancer rates in the world followed by Japan because they eat these salted fermented 
vegetables, salted fermented fish. Uh, and so really, we really need to cut down on salt. So salt isn't just about high blood pressure, isn't just about you know, putting stress on our kidneys and our eyesight, but it is a primary risk factor for the development of stomach cancer, which is not very common in this country, but is a leading cancer killer around the world. So because I sweat every day because I'm quite fit and I have a sauna every day, some people have said you don't have enough salt, so I'm having electrolytes and getting a bit personal now. And, and I'm reading everything, no, no, I've already got enough salt. What, what, what do we do if we exercise more, if we should sweat, if we do sweat a bit more? Is there anybody who doesn't have enough salt in, at any point in the day? Uh, think, look, for millions of years, we evolved running around. Did we have, elect did we have sports drinks? Did <laughs> no. we have electrolytes? Do we have salt shakers? Did we have restaurants giving us salty food? No, we no. get all the sodium we need from the natural foods grown out of the but ground. But electrolytes is a massive business. What do we oh, say? Oh, there you go. I know. I is know. it possible that that's why you're taking electrolytes? You hear about electrolytes because people are making money off of selling so, salt water. So no it's electrolytes. All profit. Zero electrolytes we need in our lives. Well, you know, you need electrolytes, but you can get them from food. food. Okay. You don't need to take so some supplement. So if we have a, a plant-based uh, diet like we, because my wife is completely plant-based, and I'm whatever she gives me, basically more, most of the time. Am I okay then? I don't need electrolytes. Oh, you get all the electrolytes you want from these wonderful foods. In fact, what? we're not getting enough potassium. Where's potassium found? Beans and greens, all these healthy foods your wife is cooking you. What if we run the marathon like we're going to do in a couple of weeks' time in oh, London? Oh, fantastic! During that, do we need electrolytes? You just need proper hydration. You can get all the electrolytes you need from food. But, so, but during the race... You do not need to be... What can, what can, I mean, this, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, there are some people with salt-wasting syndromes, kidney problems, on certain drugs that you lose extra sodium. And so if your doctor tells you you yeah, need yeah. salt, you right, know, right. but for the general public... Oh, my God. Just get it from food. i got to change everything. i got to change everything. I thought I was doing all right. I've got to change everything. Um, I, lo I love... Everything in this book, How Not to Age, by Michael Greger. We'll get into the three sections of the book. There's actually four, but sort of three narratives, and then there's a bonus bit at the end. Um, uh, let's talk about a lovely take on things. No matter what you're putting in your mouth, there's usually something better unless you're putting the best thing in your mouth. So um, I like bananas. I have a smoothie every day. I have all the great stuff in the smoothie. You say, bananas are great, but blueberries are better. What are the, what's the three best fruits we can put in our mouths on a daily basis? Uh, well, berries. berries. Yeah, so berries. Yeah, Absolutely. So any kind of berries have these anthocyanin pigments, which are responsible for those bright colors in berries. That is why we think berries in interventional trials can significantly improve cognition, blood flow to the brain, eyesight, artery function, in you know, prove randomized controlled trials, though they are cleared from our bloodstream in about six hours. So ideally, we'd be having berries at every meal with a perfect dessert, or there are savory sources of these same plant pigments like in hibiscus tea, for example, or red cabbage, purple cabbage, uh, purple sweet potatoes. But we really should be trying to get these anthocyanin berry pigments in three times a day. Right, and I know goji berries, we go to <gasps> goji, goji berries are our go-to, but there's better berries, especially in Asian supermarkets. Well, I know. Go well, goji berries are the way to get. Asian supermarkets are where you get cheap goji berries, right. cheaper than Sacks raisins. Full, in full fact, what bags are cost on the line? Absolutely right, and also called wolf berries or lichium That's berries. That's what I was thinking yeah, about. Yeah, 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 yeah. But those are goji berries. But if you get them at the fancy posh shops, you're going to be spending too much money. Okay, um, you're also a massive fan of a particular grape. Uh, it's a purple grape with big seeds. 
Uh, only because that's one of the few grapes you can actually get with seeds these days. Right. I'm in favor of any grape you can get with seeds, but I can find, at least in the States, in these Korean uh, food markets, you can get these big mountain grapes with these monster seeds, which are nice and crunchy, and that's where most of the nutrition of grape is actually found in the seeds, then the skin, and finally the fruit. All right, this is all in the book. Okay, there are pages and pages and pages, and even though it's a 600-page book, you can dip in and out. Uh, you, If you have an issue, go to the index, say, is it to do with your hair, or is it to do with your skin, or is it to do with your lungs, or is it to do with your breath, or is it to do with your sleep? Or It's all in this Bible, this gorgeous book, How Not to Age. You can do little else better for you ever than eat broccoli. Is that is that right? Cruciferous vegetables, yeah. yeah. Dark green leafy vegetables in general, but then cruciferous vegetables like the kale and collard greens, broccoli. Yeah. Absolutely. These, that is one of the healthiest foods. It's actually, slow downs our metabolic rate such that, the, you know, like candle that burns half as bright burns twice as long. Wow. And that's a critical reason the nitrates in dark green leafy vegetables in general. Popeye was right about the spinach, <laughs> spinach. not the pipe smoking. <laughs> and uh, they say that if, if you could get what you get from broccoli in a pill, it would be the greatest selling pill on the market. But people don't realize that what you could get in that pill, you can get in broccoli. The thing is, they can't patent it. They can't uh, process it. They can't formulize it. Is it true that somebody, an American company, tried to patent broccoli a few years ago? Did you hear about that? <laughs> That's hilarious, isn't yes, it? Yes, indeed. Well, I mean, but how can you make... Now, you know, but... Part of that, we kind of laugh at that, but what if they did actually have a patent on broccoli? Then they'd actually spend Marks millions it. of dollars yeah, yeah. maybe doing the research, getting it out there, putting ads on the Super Bowl yeah, yeah. saying, eat broccoli. <laughs> and the reason we never hear about broccoli, the reason we hear about junk food and fast food is because that's where the money's made. And so we're bombarded by those ads. I would love to be bombarded by broccoli ads. <laughs> Bring on the broccoli ads. That's right. Is it true that broccoli is so good for you that if you eat a couple of handfuls a week before a barbecue, full of meat, which I know you don't like, but let's just go with it for a second. Is it true that that broccoli is so, such a super fuel that it can help offset the, the adverse effects of meat? The, the way it works is by improving our detox enzymes, boosting the detox enzymes in our liver as well as our airways. So that's how it can improve asthma. Uh, there were studies in which they uh, drip basically diesel exhaust into people's noses, significantly cut down on inflammation because it so enhances the detoxification pathways and can work indeed a week in advance. So you know you're going to some barbecue in a week, significantly cut down on the amount of polycyclic aromatic hydrocarbons flowing through your body that you'd get from the barbecued meat. <laughs> If you just had some broccoli, even a week before. In fact, you get less of a caffeine buzz if you've been eating broccoli because your liver detoxifies it so fast, so you have to drink some more caffeine. Is it true? And, and again, this is these are all. There's a lighthearted aspect to this, of course, um, and, but we understand the serious implications, the fatal in, implications of smoking, for example. But is it true that if you if you are a smoker and you eat broccoli? It sort of makes it a bit more okay to smoke. You can, yeah, you significantly cut down on the amount of toxins flowing through your body yep. measured in the urine if indeed smokers are eating broccoli. The concern by telling people that mm. is that it gives kind of smokers an excuse yeah, yeah. and out. Um, and so if you give uh, some randomized smokers to so-called, you know, antioxidant supplements, but really just placebos, it turns out that smokers, given the antioxidant supplements, actually go on to smoke more cigarettes, less likely to quit because they have this, well, I'm, I, I'm somehow counteracting yeah, the effect. Yeah. So that's why you really want to cut down the amount of toxins flowing through your body. Don't smoke exactly. in the first place. The only reason I was saying that, <clears throat> and I know you've talked about it before, is is to try, try and sort of a super highlight how 
amazing broccolis. It can even help that. Amazing. That's Absolutely. the point, isn't it? Absolutely. Uh, don't smoke, eat more broccoli. That's the thing there. I love it. Um, should we talk about Reservatrol? So um, let's talk about drinking. Let's talk about drinking first. We'll get mm. on to wine in a bit. Uh, water. Um, how much water should we drink? What kind of water should we drink? When should we drink the water, depending on what we're doing, etc. Please discuss, Doctor. Uh, yeah, I encourage people to hydrate. Absolutely. Um, and as we get older, mm. our taste... Um, uh, sensitivity, our thirst sensitivity um, goes down, our ability to concentrate urine goes down. So particularly important as we get older to make sure we're adequately hydrated. Um, affects a number of different body systems, even our skin. You, um, uh, we can improve the, the, the appearance of our skin by maintaining proper hydration. The best beverage out there is water, um, followed by uh, tea and coffee. Okay, green tea? Uh, green tea or black tea. They both actually have nice. different compounds. Um, and so, though green tea has a slight advantage on longevity, both associated with significantly lower risk of premature death. So, those drinking three cups of tea, 24% lower risk of premature death compared to non-tea drinkers. The Brits have it right. Can we drink too much water as we get older because our liver can't cope with it? It's not so much our liver, it's our kidneys. We actually, so there is a limit. You can actually wash the electrolytes out of your brain right. and actually... Uh, get you know something called hyponatremia yeah. uh, you wash the sodium out of your brain and you could fall down get dizzy crack your skull open it could be a very serious issue and that's why um uh, the even drinking something like you know gatorade some of these electrolyte drinks you drink too much you can wash out the electrolytes of your system so, so how do we get, figure that out just the man in the street the woman in the street how do we know what's best for us um you can actually check out the the color of your urine we want to have nice pale you know straw colored light yellow urine right. It's actually a pretty good indicator for young, old, pregnant. Um, uh, and it's not a perfect indicator, um, but it's kind of the best we have without actually taking right. blood and measuring And there are more it. videos. You've got all videos and all this. Uh, all of course this. I do. Okay. What's, the, what's the video website again? At nutritionfacts.org. Okay, okay. You, literally you can get... You want to get addicted to something, get addicted to these videos because they're good for you. Um, let's talk about meat. You speak to meat in the book a lot. Um, if you are going to eat meat, you don't eat meat at all, do you? No, um, but if you are going to eat meat, there are less harmful ways of preparing it. Absolutely. Yeah, one of the problems, the one of the reasons why, you know, eating a burger is associated with a, sh a contraction lifespan like smoking two cigarettes. So if we wouldn't even, you know, consider lighting up before and after lunch, maybe we should choose like the, you know, bean burrito instead or something. But one of the main problems with meat are these so-called advanced glycation end products or glycotoxins, which are formed, not actually found, so much in the meat itself, but formed when the meat is exposed to high dry temperatures. So it's the baking, the broiling, the barbecuing, that is the that forms these toxic compounds. So we really should use water-based methods. So poaching, steaming, stewing, soups, that's the best way to prepare meat, significantly less toxic than meat prepared in a more traditional dry but method. But don't eat meat, you would say don't eat meat, but if you are going to eat meat, try not to deep fry or give it lots of heat, basically. Yeah, look, it doesn't matter what you eat on your birthdays, holidays, special occasions, but on the day-to-day -day basis we really should try to center our diets around the healthiest foods out there real food growing out of the ground unprocessed plant foods. okay um all right so speaking to uh, meat now and bacon and sausages and all that salt and savory stuff i probably in my life have had in the thousands of sausages in the thousands of bacon i hardly have it at all anymore if if ever 
is, is all that damage been done or can we unrepair that damage? Well, unfortunately, because processed meat, bacon, ham, hot dogs, lunch meat has increases our risk of colorectal cancer. Yeah. This is the number one cancer killer among non-smokers. Increasing risk, just 50 grams a day, increases risk 18% for this leading cancer killer and enforcing the latency period, meaning the time between that first initial genetic mutation and when we actually get diagnosed with cancer for something like colorectal cancer can be 50 years. Right. So it could be like what you ate as a kid right. could then manifest later. Later in life. However, we can slow down the rate at which many of these so-called epithelial cancers grow by eating healthy, decreasing our risk of the same pro-aging hormones that accelerate the growth of tumors, for example, decreasing IGF-1, decreasing this enzyme called mTOR, all found in the book. Any big reversal headlines? Uh, is there any reversal in there? In terms of cancer? Any, anything, anything. Oh, Give us well, the oh, three big reversals. Oh, my God. Well, we can revert. How about the number one killer of men and women in this country? Ischemic heart disease. We can prevent, arrest, even reverse the course. Open up arteries without drugs, without surgery. Just a plant-based diet and lifestyle program. First proven 1990 in The Lancet, one of the most famous medical journals on the planet by Dr. Dean Ornish and colleagues. So for decades, we've known we can reverse the number one killer of Britons. Yet, we continue to die of this preventable, arrestable, reversal reversible condition. Other uh, leading killers like type 2 diabetes and high blood pressure can be reversed. If that's all a plant-based diet can do, reverse the number one killer of men and women, uh, shouldn't that kind of be the default diet yeah, to prove yeah, it otherwise? Yeah, yeah. And the fact that can also prevent arrest, reverse other leading killers like the type 2 diabetes and high blood pressure would seem to make the case for plant-based eating simply overwhelming. My hands, when we go running, especially at the weekend, especially when it's minus four, minus five, Ugh. my hands get really cold, mm. right? Is it, you talk about opening arteries. Can I open capillaries? Is there anything I can you eat for circulation? Well, so, right. So wear some gloves. But actually by eating doesn't citrus... Work. It doesn't work if I oh, wear really? gloves. So there, there are compounds in citrus. I mean, that's actually your body's natural response, right? Well, in, in cold, wants to pull, draw blood to Close the center. Yeah. And, and will even, you know, sacrifice fingers and toes to maintain that central body heat. So that's a natural, normal reaction. But you can actually... Uh, improve blood flow to the periphery with compounds found in citrus. So if you give people, you know, have people eat an or randomize people to eat an orange or not, you know, like an orange drink versus a fake orange drink, um, and then have them plunge their hands into ice water yeah, yeah. and measure the heat in their fingertips, you can actually get significantly warmer fingertips if you had some citrus that morning before you went out running. What's the single most important thing for blokes to eat? What's the best thing, the one thing they can eat? And then we'll get into to women. Oh, well, I mean, I mean uh, really for both. I mean, if there were three foods we could add to our diet. Here we go. Just here we go. Three. Here we go. Here the, we big go. Three. the big three, everyone. Drum roll. <laughs> it would be beans, berries, and greens. So beans, greens are the healthiest vegetables. Beans, um, healthy source of protein, and berries, the healthiest fruit. If we could just add three things to our diet, that would be the best for both men and women. You hear about cranberry for blokes and oh, tomatoes. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Tell us about those. Uh, so uh, even a eighth of a teaspoon of mm. dried cranberry powder significantly improves prostate symptoms um, in older men, you know, having to get up multiple times in the middle of the night to, to urinate. Um, and so uh, I mean, the reason we haven't heard about this is because there's just no money to be made. It would be like a pence a week to, yeah. to get that much dried cranberry powder. And the tomatoes, um, so uh, to processed tomato products like uh, tomato paste, tomato sauce, um, uh, can reduce the risk of prostate cancer, which is a leading cancer of men. All right, what about for women? 
Uh, for women, in terms of uh, getting older, uh, facing menopausal symptoms like hot flashes, yes, yes, so-called yes. really important. Like, uh, so soy food can decrease. So randomized people to have a cup of unsalted soy nuts a day decreases over over control group 40 to 45% within two weeks of these hot flashes. And so, you know, in Europe and North America, hot flashes are considered inevitable through menopause. But in the Japanese language, there isn't even a word for hot flash because they have the highest per capita soy consumption You're a massive world. fan of soy and soy milk especially. That, soy milk would definitely be the healthiest plant-based milk out there. Okay. Um, there are really uh, sort of fun headlines again. Uh, not fun once you dive in, but on the surface, Coca-Cola is good for you. <laughs> well, only compared to uh, only compared to dairy milk, for example, in terms of IGF one, yeah. the the, the, the pro aging hormone. Well, I mean, there there was a study. That's the only study I can find. No, I could find no other studies that, that Coca Cola beat out anything for basically any other. Yeah, but you know there was a very interesting study, which just shows how powerful the the dairy protein um, can boost the level of this pro cancer pro aging enzyme. Yeah, which uh, generally. Not very good for you at all. Um, Our kids put syrup on their cereal instead of sugar. Oh. Um, Maple syrup. It's sugar. They're sugar, adding sugar it? in a different form. Tastier sugar, maybe, but it's just sugar. Yeah, it's more beautiful. So how about, how about so date powder? <laughs> yeah. So powdered dates, single ingredients, a whole food, just pulverized. Uh-huh. And so you just sprinkle some date powder on, and they just added a whole food to the, make it sweet. Yeah, if on the on Hot on the Heels of How Not to Age will be the How Not to Age um, cookbook. Big fan of your smoothies. Uh, big fan of the powders. You talked about cranberry powder before, another yeah. powder there. You can get, the, get a lot of stuff by these powders. Top three powders we could buy today or should buy. <laughs> For well, today. I encourage people to eat a quarter teaspoon of turmeric a day, yeah. which is this kind of bright yellow. Yeah. It makes curry powder yellow. Mm-hmm. Um, it has a compound called curcumin that has a number of benefits proven in randomized control trials. Ooh, if I could only pick three, that's a toughie. Um, so black cumin um, is another uh, spice you can get in, in kind of Indian spice stores. Yeah. Um, ooh, and then if you I had ginger, to, would you go ginger? Oh, dried ginger. That'd be great. So significantly even... Um, a half teaspoon a day significantly decreases joint pain for osteoarthritis, the number one cause oh of physical disability in older men and women. Just and just it's just a plain ground ginger you can buy at any store. Decreases nausea and vomiting for morning sickness and post-operative nausea and car sickness and a variety of anti-inflammatory effects. So many people want to be better and want to live longer. You must get some pretty um, serious phone calls to your office from some pretty serious names and faces. Oh, uh, well, I will. I mean, the saddest is I get people, you know, newly diagnosed, you know, yeah. reaching out, trying to trying to get help. And uh, uh, certainly doing my best. So uh, my next book is going to be on cancer. And so uh, it's going to be called um, probably how not to die from cancer. It's a little more roast title. Yeah. They might want, the publisher might want to go with something else. But um, uh, so I unfortunately I have to tell people, you know, uh, stay tuned. Yeah, yeah, no, good, um, good, good, uh, good. We should know by December so, so, 2027. All right. So the book is in three three sections, and there's this big bonus section at the end. Section number one: slowing eleven pathways of aging. Section two: the optimal anti-aging regimen. Uh, section three: preserving function. And then from the Daily Dozen, which you've talked about before and I'm a fan and you're, all your fans know about that you have Dr. Gregor's Anti-Aging 8 just speak to that for a second if you don't mind yeah so these are the foods and habits that really are kind of our best 
uh, our best hopes for slowing down the sands of time in terms of the aging process. The foods most associated with longevity. We talked about a few, a few legumes um, on a per-serving basis associated with the greatest expansion of, uh, of lifespan. But actually on a gram-for-gram gram basis, nuts, a palm full of nuts a yeah. day um, associated with, uh, compared to any other type of food, um, the greatest lifespan extension. Walnuts, actually the best. Mixed so palm nuts, would you go for? Actually, walnuts, are, uh, walnuts because they're already protective functions, actually kind of beat out mixed nuts. So I would go, so I rarely kind of, basically normally I'm like, well, whatever, whatever nuts, you know, just eat any go kind of apple you like. But, you know, walnuts really do. They have uh, more omega-3s, more antioxidants than other nuts, and have these already protective effects within hours. Okay, and the palm, the, the palm just of... Palm uh, foot, just an portion. ounce. It's, it's, that's because of the fat is it once it goes into your oh, fingers it gets oh, well, fattier you just don't get any you just don't get any more yeah, benefit anymore. you basically just kind of plateau and even th we have studies even three palmfuls a week mm. associated with significantly decreased all cause mortality um, another one would be the berries um, I talked about in these wonderful anthocyanin pigments these are some of the foods I encourage people for a variety of reasons to try to fit into their daily diet and the daily dozen is available as a free app iPhone Android yeah. so you can kind of you know, uh, just, I mean, you track are, your progress. You're, you're a Sunday Times bestseller. You're a New York Times bestseller. You're a global best-selling author. But it's not a, it really isn't about the money for you. You put a lot of your money back into what you do. In fact, all the proceeds I receive from all of my books are all donated directly to charity. I just want you and your loved ones to live the longest, healthiest life. You, is that? I didn't know Every that. penny. That is, that's millions and millions of dollars. It is indeed. Wow. Um, it also helps... Uh, if you want to live longer, if you are Jewish or Protestant, doesn't it, Doctor? <laughs> well, uh, certain types of Jews. So it's Ashkenazi in there, Jews. Isn't it? it's, it's true. In there. I know. Well, it's tell us about religion and well, living longer. It, well, it's interesting. Well, so there are, there is a, a certain genetic mutation among Ashkenazi Jews. It actually decreases the uh, the IGF one system, the insulin like growth factor one, um, which contributes to cancer and uh, helps explain the, the higher longevity among that specific and, and Protestants um, as well. And then oh, the Protestant, that is, uh, I forget what the... So I have a whole section on religiosity because yeah. um, that's an important component of many of the blue zones, these areas of... Uh, Dan Buettner knows and health a thing or two, doesn't he? Exactly. Dan Buettner's amazing work in this area. And uh, and uh, part of it is this kind of social connection, religion. The longest living population currently on the planet is the seven-day Adventists in Loma Linda, California. And the question is, does religion play a role? And so that's why I kind of did a deep dive. Yeah. But a lot of that of the religion. It's really not the religion per se, but this kind of teaching to treat one's body as a temple. And so if your religion is telling you to stop smoking, to start eating healthier, to start moving, that's a religion I can get behind. And also religions are organized. And if you have a more organized life, you can organize your food better and your shopping better and your batch cooking better. And it all feeds into the same thing. It reminds me of, you know, uh, do you smile because you're happy or are you happy because you smile? And it's the same kind of beautifully sort of a glistening double-edged sword that feeds into one another and you i mean what you speak to in the book about religiosity is the fact that it's it's community you know it's uh, you you are tending to live a healthier more virtuous lifestyle depending on what tribe you hang out with yeah, no, absolutely. It's this infectious quantity. If you hang out with people with really poor lifespan, your 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 risk of you know acquiring the the poor lifestyle behaviors yeah, yeah. of your colleagues really goes down. If you surround yourself by really healthy people who constantly inspire you yeah. to do that little extra, to eat a little healthier, to move a little more, well, I mean, then uh, you know you're going to benefit from that. 
Dr. Michael Gregor, you are a good, good egg. Uh, not that eggs are good for you. <laughs> eggplant. I'm a good eggplant. Aubergine. This book was going to be 1,200 pages. You got it down to 600 because they told you you had to. It took you three years to write. Is that correct? Yes, yes, yes. Um, anything you got? We have a minute left. Anything else you want to say? Oh, uh, just that. Look, it's never too late. I don't want people to be intimidated. Yes, it's a big book, but really basic, simple lifestyle behaviors like eating more fruits and vegetables, walking 20 minutes a day, not being overweight, not smoking can literally mean a difference in a decade. So that's about that's 80. That gets you 80 percent of there. If you want that final final 20 percent tweak. Yes, I got lots of things to do with the book, but really basic common sense lifestyle behaviors can mean that huge difference in your lifespan. Never too late to start eating healthier. Never too late to stop smoking. Never too late to start moving. (laughs) We really do have the power. It's never too late, but if we carry on talking, we'll be too late for the next show. Can we hear it for Dr. Michael Gregor, please, through to the control room, all three of the buildings. You're the best, man. You are the best. Seriously, when he does live stream Instagram stuff, he does it on a treadmill. Well, he does a live Q&A whilst on a treadmill. Crazy guy. Crazy good guy. Thank you very much. <laughs> so glad to be here. You're the best. You're the best of the best of the best of the best. The Graham Norton Radio Show. How exciting is this? With Waitrose. Over on Virgin Radio. Up and Adam, come on. Things to do. Don't cheer. You'll just embarrass yourselves. We're not bored of it yet, so it's lovely. There's no stopping them. No stopping them. The Graham Norton Radio Show. Oh, there's nothing nicer, is there? Nothing nicer. With Waitrose. Food to feel good about. I mean, what's not to like? Saturday and Sunday from 9.30. Over on Virgin Radio. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.